the sun on my face. Fresh air in my lungs. The grass beneath my feet. I've heard of such things, yet I live in a world without them, an underground world. I have no recollection of life before the blast, just a boy when they saved me. Could such things exist again? I live in hope. But today, the future is all I fear. My ears, the headphones do nothing. <laughs> wow, that was loud even for us. Oh. Hi guys! Welcome to our platforms. You may notice things are a tad different to normal, and that may be because we've actually managed to Moving get two of us here. into one shot. And we did this because, you know, we just decided that there was too many boundaries between me and Dave. Um, and we decided to bring it in so we could get closer. Really? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Um, we've just I'm been having some tech right problems. And uh, what we figured we'd do is try and cut down the load. Number one for Beardy, who, um, you know, has to pound that keyboard like a masochist to actually get anything done. But more importantly, because we want the show to run well for you guys and we want to stop having to spend <laughs> about 40 minutes every show trying to get this thing to go. So here we are. We're away. Now, for those people that don't know us or those people that are tuning in going, what the hell are they talking about? Welcome to Platforms. We're a gaming podcast. What's different between us and other gaming podcasts is, of course, um, well, there's us. That's different from other podcasts. And uh, and then on top of that, this kind of uh, this 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 kind of uh, the fact that we are a little bit more uh, non PC than most, and we're very very brutally honest. And uh, um, also we have Dave dancing, which is definitely different to any other podcast. I'm sorry, I have to give a shout out to Flamarian who said we're basing today's show on Digital Angels uh, slash fiction. Slash fiction? Yeah, I I think I, he means like double click fiction. Okay. All right, anyway, um, it's, who are we? Well, I'm Josh Philpot. Um, I'm one of your, your, your hosts, one of the people that will take you through the show. And, of course, this week we are doing Metro. Um, next to me, of course, is uh, Dave Kaziki, uh, who is Kozicki, because I'm using correct pronunciation today, because we are doing Eastern Bloc game. Yeah, thank you. Awesome, Dave. Well, um, Welcome to the show. It's Thank good, you. good to have you back. Thanks it's, for having uh, me. It's, it's nice uh, to be on. It's really nice to have Dave back and not jet lagged. And I think that that may actually be kind of a positive thing to the show. And I'm excited. Of course, and I will not forget it again. Yes, behind you the camera, will. we have Shane. Beardy McBeardison, <laughs> otherwise oh, Shane, known as. What? Shane. The, Shane. There you go. Shane? <laughs> Shane, the black screen, he, he is, is the man the behind stick. the chat room. He is, the, he is our stig, and he will be dealing with you guys if you do not behave in the chat room. And by behave, I just mean uh, don't mention anything that will get us in court. Um, and, of course, behind the magic behind it all is, is Dave McBeardison. Um, Hello, everybody. <laughs> David McVeigh, and he is, of course, um, the one behind making sure that everything works. I always and want to call you after Archer, Beardy McTurbanhead, <laughs> um, which I, I met, ended up saying... Slightly loudly while I was in San Francisco <laughs> to a group Whoa. of um, 
Indians walking. I was like, hey, look, it's Beardy McTurman. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> had you been consuming alcohol at the time? Perhaps. All right. Okay, maybe, cool. Maybe I'd had a bit. Uh, anyway. My question is, was there any time that you were in the States that you weren't consuming alcohol? <laughs> would be the um, Breakfast? No, no, there was Bloody Mary's at breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. There we go. Echo? Uh, while I was asleep. Okay, guys, I don't believe I'm hold up for one second. We're, we're, say, we're hearing a lot of echo, apparently. Is, uh, uh, can, can we get some uh, chat room? Uh, and, uh, Shane? Are Shane? we hearing echo in the chat room? No, I did that on purpose. Oh, right, because of course you're getting an echo right now. Um, Shane has decided to tune into the same thing everyone else listens to instead of listening to the live feed, so now he's finding it very awkward. Um, anyway, guys, so... Hey, Shane, you're a douche in 20 seconds. Shane's now laughing. Um, okay, so uh, if you're wondering uh, where we go out from, we're part of the Geek Actually podcast network, and of course we go out from geekactually.com. We're just making sure everybody knows that. We will discuss that more at length at the end of the show. Um, but now I think we should do some news, because this has all got very, very um, sort of all over the place for an intro. Um, I think we have one of the best news stories of the uh, of, of possibly we've ever reported on. Um, and well, I on believe, this show anyway, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I have to say that when I heard this news, my whole day was made. I was just so happy. I'm wearing adult diapers because of things that may happen below the equator. That's how excited I am about yeah. this. And I have yep. to say, I was, I was saying to Josh um, uh, early, earlier today, actually, when I was saying that uh, geekactually.com, one of the very first posts that mm. actually went up on geekactually.com was about the banning of Fallout 3 and complaining about this very issue. So it's very interesting that now, almost two years later... It's circle. And of course, guys, what we're talking about is the fact, and I've I've literally named the uh, article title Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead. And um, the reason for this is, of course, uh, on Sunday morning, news uh, filtered out, and when I mean filtered out, it went berserk. Within half an hour, I knew about this. After that, I got about 15 texts. I have never had so much of a social life as I had on that day. Um, <laughs> literally, everyone I knew found out about this and just went crazy. We heard on Sunday morning that Michael Atkinson, the man that has been standing between us and an R18 rating, the man who is basically the epitome of everything anti-us, resigned his seat in... No, 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 oh, oh. no, 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 He actually kept his seat. He went to the, with the state election. He went to the back bench, but, yeah. he, but he resigned but being a governor general. Exactly. He, Which desi- he resigned his portfolio. Go into more detail in a minute, Dave. <laughs> you know what, Dave? I was actually thinking, would you like to do this one? Because I know that you were researching like a madman, <laughs> and I know that we can probably open this up to a bit of a... Um, we're a bit of a discussion mm-hmm. um, and uh, I think how about you bullet point for us are you capable of doing that I or? can bullet point a little bit ba- basically what we know is that they went to uh, state election now there's a lot of speculation in here as to why this actually occurred but the uh, the, the the thought pattern is that the labor government um, won the election by one, a majority of one basically so they lost seats on, on this whole thing but Atkinson did retain his seat but I have a feeling that uh, they were whispered to in the uh, in the back room uh, that basically said, Mr. Atkinson, we really need to uh, not cause a problem that is going to reach us to a, a double dissolution or any other problems that are going to come up with only that small majority. And I think that's why he may have resigned the seat, because he didn't want to stand in the way of the party, because the party is in exactly. deep caca. At the I, I think the, the problem was that he was in deep fear 
of the death threats from gamer. <laughs> Not gamers. One fucking gamer. Well, listen, um, we can harp on this in a bit more detail, but um, Dave has slogged away today and created a fantastic little video. Yeah, I put this together in, in honor of and this Mr. And this is in honor of our, our great South Australian Is it, is it done to the end of the Incredible Hulk music? No, no, no. no. I think but you'll you enjoy are. this, Dave. Um, so, yeah, I put this together today to, to celebrate... Um, Michael Atkinson. The passing of Michael Atkinson. This is your life. Rest in peace. I had put the parliament into a position where we were being seen by a younger generation as uh, funny daddies. I feel that my, uh, my family and I are more at risk from gamers than we are from the outlaw motorcycle gangs uh, who also hate me and are running a candidate against me. Wow. My position is that I'm opposed to an R18 plus classification. But let's see how the debate progresses. Let's see what concessions gamers in the industry uh, are prepared to make. And now, I'd like to point out that last line, the reason why I kept that, where he goes, I'm open for debate, and I'd, I'd like to see what concession the gamers make. Mm. Not what he's willing to no, make. No, of course not. <laughs> he's going to stay right where he is. But anyway, he's gone. And you know what? We were talking about this yesterday, and we were saying, look, um, I think the number one thing that we want to get across first, um, because Facebook posts, uh, a million of them have been uh, saying this, and uh, there has been a lot of talk between people, and uh, a lot of the industry people and uh, people that are very close to this seem to be saying the same thing in the chat room. But what we want everyone to know is this does not get us really any closer to an R18 rating. It doesn't change It's just a step. And all that it's doing really is, it's obvious to us from this, my analogy of the situation, as he says at the start in that first little clip that we played, is that they feel that they are basically losing ground because of the position that they're taking. This does not necessarily mean we're going to get an R18 rating, but it does mean the possibility of opening up to someone maybe a little bit more... Well, what, what, what it means human. to me, I think, is the fact that instead of just having somebody there saying no... Yeah. Now, at least, we might get some intelligent discussion. No, it'll be somebody going, no, but. But. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. Look, I don't think it, it just depends on if, if he gets replaced with a similar douche or a slightly less douche, uh, which I feel I can say that now. Yeah. Um, because, you know, everyone is sitting there like, woo, we're through, we're told this. And it's like, no, no. no this no, is, this is the first not. step on a very, very long road. To well, get this thing happening. However, I, I did, I, I did uh, uh, put forward a theory on, um, I think it was the tech show we put it forward on, where I said that I actually have a feeling that it's in the federal government's uh, interest to um, put through the R rating for games, because what they want to do is create a smokescreen to push through, through the, the internet, 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 internet censorship filter. Now, Atkinson was in their way, so I have a feeling that my personal belief is federal government has talked to the state government saying, we need to get this through. State government's talked to Atkinson saying, you need to get out. You know, And uh, I think we'll push through because I think they really want to put through the internet censorship See, filter. I understand what this internet thing is. It's the first step in the Australian government's long-term plan to join forces with China. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty soon we're going to throw out Google. You're going to only have male children, and uh, you know that's going to be it. And there's going to be 11 billion people in Australia, and and that's wow. the future. That's a good number. That's 11 billion. 11 billion. You can look it up. Um, that's, that's a real number. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is, Dave. I'm not going to debate that. But what I'm going to say, look, is 
I do want to say one little thing, and it's on a positive note, and I know that's very rare for me, but I want to put a big shout-out and a thank you to us. Not just us as in me, Dave, and Dave, uh, and Shane, of course. Um, and I'm definitely not meaning just uh, media, but I'm just saying gamers as a whole, I'm actually kind of proud of us, because... It's obvious. Except in that for that statement. one douche who was outside his house. Until yeah, yeah except for that guy. Look, I mean, no, no, or maybe not. Maybe we should all start doing that more because obviously, you know, that scared him a little bit. Maybe we bit. should thank him. Maybe we should. But we're not thank going you, to. Thank you, douche. Um, <laughs> we are going to thank gamers in general, um, industry people, and of course ourselves, and just say, guys, pat yourself on the back because we obviously did, we obviously did enough work in this to actually shake something. And I think that alone deserves just a little bit of credit because... It's really nice to see some leeway. I mean, we haven't won, as we were saying yesterday, we've won a battle, we have not won the war. Absolutely. And um, it's nice, it's just nice. Let's relish in that for just a second. I'm, I'm just glad that, that his family can rest easy, knowing that there's not an 800-pound man in a Segway <laughs> waiting out the front of his house with, oh. with a um, spud gun attempting to kill him. Wa- yeah. Waving his PSP. <laughs> no, I, I could just see it. Mr. Atkinson, yeah. I'm afraid. I would, like to be, I would like to point out several problems with your last speech. You just walk up to him point with, with, with a spud gun and he'll just point to his head. Game over. Mm. I was like, what? Seriously, dude. Like, I'm so glad that he's, uh, he's on the way out. Um, as it's been said, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yep. No. And uh, I hope that this will uh, open the door to... Uh, intelligent thought and conversation or about, somebody, about the debate. Because or at it, least just somebody with a little bit more of an understanding of, uh, of reality, maybe? Look, it's the first time, this, this thing is the first time it makes me want to go and live in the United States. Because at least you can choose what the fuck you want to choose over there. Mm-hmm. You know, it might still be fucked up and retarded over there. But at the same time, I'm 37 years old and I'm being told I cannot get this or view this content because yeah. it's harmful to alleged children. Yeah. Anyway... Well, yeah. Look, we've ra- we've we've hopped on about that, but look, it is nice to bring something good to the table finally. Snake Oz says, "Fist bumps, everyone." Yeah, and I totally agree. Um, I'm more concerned with what Digital Angel said about me looking buff today, and she doesn't know why she uh, noticed that. Well, I, uh, I have been hitting the gym pretty heavily lately. <laughs> anyway, a uh, little piece of news, and this is look at this stage. I have to I have to start by saying. This is still theoretically a rumour, but it is a rumour which seems to have some level of basis to it. Plus, it's not really that over the top, so I'm willing to actually say this. What are you talking about? It's crazy, man. I don't know uh, if I can deal with this story. Look, Woo! Xbox is behind the ball in a lot of ways. No. And we've, we've said that many, many a times on the show. We've ragged on every console that exists, but... Um, we rag on Xbox a lot for the fact that it hasn't quite got the idea that storage from other types of U- like um, USBs and so on and so forth is not necessarily a dangerous thing. It's just another form of storage. It may not be bought and sold by you, but you've basically taken your memory cards off the market because they're far too small. So give us another option. And there has been rumors flying around that Xbox is going to get in the near future... Um, USB storage support, and and this isn't one of those. Oh my God! Finally, it's one of those. Really? Because you start to read a bit further, and they say that their biggest current one in their in their own first party model is only five twelve megabytes, and some of the actual save games are bigger than that. 
So that sucks in, in, in part that. If you compare but, it to installs on the PS3, which are like four gig. Ex- exactly. <laughs> and um, like that, that, kind of, that kind of really blows. And then there, of course, is the fact that even though PlayStation has now gone a full step further and gone, you know what, just put your save games on anything. We don't care. Just like you can t- transfer them to a friend. It's fine. Take your profile. It's all good. But, PlayStation, uh, but, but Xbox still remains in the exact same position it was before and goes, no, no, we're good. We're I mean, good. And if you want large storage, the one their, their hard drives that you can buy yeah. are outrageously expensive. Oh, yeah, ridiculously. Like, I mean, when you think about the fact that a 120 gig is about $300 yeah. and you actually think about the price of a 120 gig hard drive, it is quite embarrassing. Yes, but it doesn't snap nicely onto the top. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking forward to this. What what I want to do is get my 360 Elite, mm. and I want to buy the defunct HD DVD drive and put that on top, clang, <laughs> and then get another USB clang, and then put the wireless adapter clean, and then you know you're going to have something that's about 28 feet tall and looks kind of like Voltron. Yeah, it costs you like twenty four thousand dollars, <laughs> or you could spend five hundred bucks and get a PS3 that does all of that. Anyway, um, to give you guys a couple of more laughable, uh, laughable things about this particular story, uh, story we have actually found out that, and this is is not not promising. But they've said yes, we are going to go ahead and give you USB storage. However, we're only talking sixteen gigabytes maximum, and if you want to do a hard drive, you're going to have to partition it. Into as many 16 gigabytes. Well, you're allowed to have as many partitions as you like. I, I don't care, Dave. <laughs> I, I don't care. That's just embarrassing. I mean, I find it that that part of the story is so ludicrous, considering that their smallest drive is 20 gig. Exactly. So why it's, wouldn't it be a 20 gig format? It doesn't make sense. You know, Nacho came over the other day and he had a USB that was like, you know, maybe maybe like that big. There was 16 fucking gig. Mm. What the fuck are these people doing? Like seriously, I, I, I honestly think that may, maybe Atkinson's gone over and he's he's working for Microsoft now, and he's just like, hey, let me let me get you up to date with what's going on because this shit is just digital angel in your me. chat room says she used to have a vacuum that was sounded the same as her old 360. Oh man, that's I hilarious. agree. All right, well listen, um, I've got I've got the story just because I found it uh, quite humorous. Uh, I was I was trolling the net to try and find information and stories to bring to you guys. And along came this story, uh, which was uh, a little piece of kind of backlash that I think you would get from uh, Trenton, Jack Trenton, who is uh, one of the Sony uh, representatives. And um, this man uh, basically came out and and said something that really is something I would expect out of uh, a Latino gay man. It's just that bitchy. Or Steve Jobs. Oh, Steve Jobs. Um, Where basically he's come out, and these are his exact words. We've been looking at the right opportunity to bring motion gaming to the PlayStation-like experience. Uh, We really feel that Move and a combination of the PlayStation Eye and our Move controller, mm, that we've uh, got the opportunity... uh, Sorry, it's it's written really badly. I think that might be my fault. Uh, To bring a realistic gaming experience uh, to consumers for the first time. And uh, that would be fine if that's where he ended it, but he didn't. He went on to say, I think it's a big idea. If you want to do something that involves playing with a camera, I suggest you go out and buy a PlayStation 2 for $99 and get the technology that we invented eight years ago. Now, if that isn't a direct dig at Natal, I don't know what is. The man, um, the man is saying that basically Natal is eight-year-old technology. And I have to say, I don't think he's actually looked at it. But seriously, that's that's some nasty ass shit. Can, to... can, can I make can I make a comment? I'll go. Um, 
I'd just like to bring to his attention, I don't want to blow his mind or anything. There's this thing called the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. It does motion stuff. Yeah, I know. Isn't it? And, and, and this was the bit that Dave brought just up just last so, night. And this is, this was the actual reason why I actually brought this article out. I was going to can it. But Dave brings up a very interesting point. Because though this guy is taking a direct jab at Nachal, and Natal, it's ironic that really his idea of a thing basically steals... Wii's technology of a motion control. Yeah, because they're not talking about a hands-free system. No, here. They're talking no. about a wand. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like it, it, he's attacking them it's even for worse. that, which they made eight years he's ago. He's stealing from Harry Potter. <laughs> I just, yeah, no, I just, I found that quite humorous. And it's, it's, it's very rare. Sony will usually uh, trip over their own feet, say things that are really dumb, um, Tell us that technology is not required, even though it's next gen and everybody wants it, like PlayStation without networking capabilities. Remember that? Yes. What was the guy's name who did that? Who do? Who made that statement? uh, What was his name? Shane. Then just just. Oh, uh, Jack Jack Turnton. I'm calling him now the Peter Molyneux (laughs) of Sony. Peter um, Molyneux. But like I was saying, dude, it's it's like Sony to fuck themselves over or shoot themselves in the foot by saying things. But very rarely do they actually attack someone else. It's, uh, it's quite nice to see. It's I've got a feeling that Sony are about to do something really, really stupid now mm. because they're doing that as like a distraction. Hey, look <laughs> at this douchebag. Look what he's doing over here. And then some other <laughs> idiocy will just swing through. Ne- uh, Nexus, go through Nexus in the chat room has called the, uh, the PlayStation's move control of the bulb toothbrush, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is quite cool. Um, uh, I like to call it the pink knob. Um, anyway, guys, look, we thought we'd bring up, um, we'd break up our regular thing and show you guys a video. So we're going to check you out. Um, some of you will have seen this, some of you won't. If you have seen it, you should want to watch it anyway, again, because it's a fantastic video. Um, we have the new Red Dead video. If uh, people aren't aware, they've been bringing this out every now and then, just showing you sort of new parts To shelter the, the blow of the fact that they delayed it. Again. Yeah. But anyway, um, this one was really cool because this is what we were talking about in the show, God, I don't know, about 10 shows ago, where we were talking about how amazing the environments were and how adaptable and real they felt. Um, so we thought, since we've been talking so much about it, we'd uh, put our money where the mouth is and show you guys. So, Dave. Rockstar Games' ambition for Red Dead Redemption was to create a world that feels as vast as the West itself. A world that literally stretches on for miles across valleys, deserts, mountains, and rivers, and over borders. This world would illustrate the struggle for survival that was a part of everyday life on the frontier as the American West underwent a violent transition from the ways of old to modern times. And Mexico entered a prolonged period of bloody civil war. Hundreds of characters were created with unique personalities, dialects, and professions. In West Elizabeth, the region to the north, the fast-growing modern town of Blackwater teems with life. A thriving port, it is at the heart of the Industrial Revolution. Head even further north, and you'll encounter lush, mountainous regions with forests, snow, and big game, including bears. To the west, in New Austin, there are dusty plains and plateaus. This was one of the last frontier regions at this time, 
And it is a dangerous place full of struggling ranchers fighting to survive alongside rustlers, bandits, outlaws, and con men preying on people's stupidity. Round up your men. Let's get the herd. Marston can herd cattle. Use the lasso to capture and break wild horses. Gamble. Drink. Fill me up, partner. Protect ranches at night from rustlers. And hunt. Hunting was a vital means of survival in the West. Animals will prey on one another, or sometimes you or your horse. After a successful kill, animals can be skinned and traded for goods. Ain't no survivors here, Marshal! After a bloody shootout, buzzards will appear looking for carry-on. Taking one out unlocks sharpshooter challenges. Completion of such challenges unlocks new items for the player. South of the border in Mexico lies the region of Nuevo Pariso, where the large disparity of income between rich and poor has led the people to the brink of revolution. To cover this vast terrain, Marston can travel by horse, or for faster travel, stagecoach or train. The behavior and physics of the horses was a key focus of the game. Players can summon their horse at any time. Upgrading to different breeds will increase speed and stamina. Newspapers keep the player informed of things happening across the world. And at the end of each day, Marston can pitch camp or join another campfire and hear news and rumors from throughout the region. Fellas gun locked up by Grizzly pinned him to the ground with one hawk. This was a world still lit mostly by fire. A world of violence, survival, war. Of the modern world and government encroaching bit by bit. This is what life in the West was like. This is Red Dead Redemption. Hey guys, we're back. How'd you, uh, what'd you think of that? I, um, I think that is fantastic, that video. And yes, I do see what some of the people in the chat room were saying about looks good, so did GTA 4. Uh, yeah. GTA 4 never looked good. Yeah, all right. Well, look, we won't go into too much detail. <laughs> Sorry, Rockstar. I, I love you guys. Yeah, awesome. Oh, look, I have, to, I have to say from a casual observer, I've seen GTA 4 played, and I've seen this, the graphics on this. This game <laughs> is like a that. much prettier game. They can have my money. I like that Flammarion. Um, uh, Flammarion will be buying copies for everyone in the chat room. <laughs> Just uh, Flammarion, please send your money to uh, uh, Dave's uh, Hookers and Coke Fund via platforms, and um, I'll make sure that it gets. You can uh, you can run them over that at the end of the show. Yes, yes. So we'll we'll talk in the chat room in the after show, mate. <laughs> well, um, another piece of Mass Effect Two DLC has been dated, and I must say that this is a crap load of <laughs> um, content in one go that we're kind of hearing about, and I. I really wonder if they can keep this up, though, Dave. Because I, really I mean, think like, it's a, sorry, sorry to you know I had love. Oh no, 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 not this particular one we're talking about. But I do mean the Kasumi and the Fire uh, Firewalker. Yeah, but it's like it's Fire like Walker. it's one one download of missions, and then it's just like a couple of skins and a new character. Oh, but also the Kasumi, which is yeah, going the, to have ca- its the own, new character comes with her own mission. Well, it comes well. with her own mission. Set the thing that well, I, the so. thing that I found disturbing about it though was the fact that the Kasumi one is actually not free. Yeah. 
So, but look, it well, wasn't going to. It wasn't going to happen forever. It. I think you called it while we were playing mm-hmm. Mass Effect. You were like, I called this uh, next to what is Zaid uh, on the opposite end. You're like, oh, there's a little gap there. I'm predicting that there'll be a new character with a. Uh, I believe you said with a hood and some lip gloss and a name would be Katsumi. <laughs> uh, Katsumi. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it was quite that good, but I do remember saying that it was definitely going to be a chick. And what a chick it one. is. Mm. And, and thief, yeah. assassin, uh, all around hotness. I will be trying to sleep with her very quickly. <laughs> uh, nothing changes. But anyway, the DLC we went to talk about today was the fact that there is going to be a new appearance pack. Dave, stop looking at me like that. Um, the, uh, there are going to be three new costumes. God knows how much this is actually going to cost and whether or not they're going to make it. Thing. Dave, you're really close <laughs> to me, dude. It's freaking me out. Um, there's going to be new outfits for uh, Garrus, Subject Zero, and for Thane. We have a picture up on screen if you guys want to have a look at that. Uh, for those that aren't, of course, uh, listening to the podcast, um, they aren't really that impressive in any way or form. No. And I actually liked the other uh, Jack costumes because they showed more boobs. And what, and and what is with Jack's ray man? And I, and I don't know why she looks like that guy from Star Trek that had the face thing. Ah, LeVar Burton. Yeah. Um, my, my personal Yeah, they're, they're really boring, and I really, really hope that they're not actually... Um, uh, going to make me pay for that. That one better be free. That one better be free because <laughs> it's not really that. And that's really the first time they let me down because even the announcement of this, the character looks very good and it's going to have its own backstory and that's cool because I would love mm. a new mission. And then, of course, on top of that, we've got the fact that there's the Firewalker stuff oh, coming so and that, that looks awesome and that's going to be free and that's fantastic. And there was, um, a, there was a push through one uh, last week which was a new weapon. New weapon. It yeah, just yeah, kind of exactly. popped out. Look, I mean... <laughs> I, I hope that we're going to keep getting more and more content, and I hope that it's going to be of this level because, shit, I'm throwing stuff around the room. Taxi. Um, if, if it keeps going the way that it's going, it's fine, but if you're going to start charging me the prices that the original one was, where it was like $25 for, you know, like one mission that was just a planet with like five guys on it. But you could mine it. But, oh, yeah, no, not number one. I'm talking about number one. And then you in a new, in a new one, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Um, I, I don't think it's going to extend the galaxy, but uh, we'll see. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, sorry. On a side mission, has has everyone been to Earth or, no. or to the solar the Earth solar system? No, no. I have to tell you a little funny moment that happened to me. I, ju- I just recalled it now. But um, when you go to Earth and you go to Uranus, if you launch a probe, it goes the usual probe launch. But if you launch another one, it's like. Really, Commander? <laughs> really? <laughs> and I guess probing Uranus. <laughs> awesome. It was so I'm good. doing that tonight. Oh man, that is. And, that I, and is... I was told by that, told that by uh, a man who has his own planet in Mass Effect, who helped us rape heavy rain the other week, which is Job. There is actually a planet. Job in the Mass Effect 2 universe that you can land on. I rang him up afterwards and was like, I just landed on you. <laughs> I've, I've actually been to Job. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure many men have been to Job before. <laughs> God, he's never invited Zing, you back. On uh, it doesn't matter. I've already been on and uh, you may be on next week, I believe. No uh, apparently they, haven't, it, they haven't... Well, they wanted you on tomorrow and I was like, really? Because he hasn't mentioned it to you yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't actually heard from them. But, but um, uh, I'd say it's a pretty good chance. Uh, keep an eye out. Game Arena Podcast. You yeah, well, have, uh, I will definitely Josh. post out if uh, something like that happens. Now... And if you want to hear it, Dave on Game Arena, it's The Gap on iTunes. So. Yes, The Gap, uh, episode 27. Uh, it's weird because I was not the main force of chaos on that show. No, the alcohol was. <laughs> oh, fuck. Those boys can drink and by boys I mean Joe 
Um, <laughs> and he, uh, I got there, and when we started the podcast, he was slurring. Already. And, I, and I have to say, for the, anybody who's ever thought that the Geek Actually podcast is long, wow, two and a half hours, yeah. really? Hours. <laughs> I, I walked wow. in, I was like, so what, an hour, and I'm gone? And he's like, no, no, two and a half hours. I thought he was taking the piss. And then when we got to about the two-hour mark, I was like, holy shit, he's not why taking the piss. Uh, anyway, look, I can't imagine actually sitting Because they're drunk. Long. That's why they talk 10 minutes. Maybe they talk about games the rest of the time. Ah, oh, you're an idiot. You're a dickhead. All right, cool. Um, sounds fantastic. Anyway, it guys, Battlefield 2 kicks ass. Yes, it does. And we have proof. And we found this on uh, Epic Battle X. Uh, someone found these stats and brought them to their attention. Um, these are some of the lofty claims that are floating around the net for this particular thing. There is... 81 billion points have been earned on the games online so far, which I think is awesome. Um, there has been 43 million weapon and gadget unlocks in the game, which is cool. Um, there has been over 6 million video views on YouTube, which is cool. It means the fan base is growing. Um, 2.9 million hours have been spent uh, on the game in the last 24 hours alone. I don't know when that was taken, but that's pretty cool. That's a lot of people playing at the same time. And I think there's actually been one user with a, a million deaths in one night, and that was me last <laughs> Friday. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, I thought those were really cool, and I just wanted to share those with you because it, if it takes me for the rest of the year, I am going to make Battlefield bigger than Modern Warfare. That is my aim. Uh, dude, you don't really need to try. It seems that uh, everyone is uh, smelling what Modern Warfare is cooking, and it is cooking a steaming turd. So, uh, um, look, I, I have to say, uh, everyone knows I'm not huge on the whole multiplayer thing, mm-hmm. uh, with the exception of Warhawk, or uh, Borderlands, but uh, I really did enjoy playing. There will be a summary of, uh, of last week's game night a little bit later on in the mm-hmm. show, I believe. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to playing a little bit more. And I think that there will be a little more, um, a little bit more uh, bad company love going on. And, Flamarion, I'm ignoring you. <laughs> you may get a timeout very shortly for that comment. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, we have another story. And... I think I could quite possibly be the only person that actually cares about this, but fuck it, it's uh, half my show. I'm taking a break. And, and, and I will report on any story I think is awesome, okay? Mm-hmm. And you know what? I just found a story, and this shows you the level of awesome that Dave is, because I just find a story. I just go out, and I'm like, hey, look, that's, that's awesome. Uh, this, this story is there. And then Dave goes a whole level above me and manages to find... A trailer for this. <laughs> so, with no further ado, and all of you guys. Wait, wait, can nobody go get... told me there's a trailer. Fuck that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's no, right. No. No, no, fuck off. No. Um, for, with Everyone no further tune ado, out now. Monster Hunter 3. Yeah. Music is gay. 
Well, look, I'm here um, to, to, to guide you guys through this for a second. I will, of course, talk to a few people in the chat rooms and say uh, it is not the Wii game. This is the new PSP game, which is going to be epic. Um, very few details have been leaked, but if you can see these graphics, they look amazing for a PSP game. It will be available on the new version of the PSP, which I believe is called the PSP Go Fuck Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, look, it, um, it's definitely a, a Far Cry more exciting looking than the original game. There's a, a lot more on screen. And uh, on top of that, shut up, Dave, um, <laughs> there will, of course, be the added advantage of being a lot more to do. There's going to be more than just um, the one town like there was in the original game. And, of course, there's still going to be the awesome multiplayer, which is around in the first one, and a lot of new creatures. They're saying that they're going to go for most of a new cast. So what you're saying so, is there'll be like maybe two towns. In this one, Dave, you, you just got to keep rolling on this game, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're not allowed to. I don't defeat games that I haven't, I haven't taught, I haven't actually played yet. Well, that's so. you. You, you, yeah, you yeah. have integrity and okay. and planning. I shoot from the hip. Side dog said, "God, that'll look hideous on an HD TV." Yes, dude, it's a portable. It's a portable <laughs> game. Do we have to keep bringing that up? My God, and, until until Apple put out the IPSP. Which will be the next thing to go along with the iPad and the iMat. I know we've already discussed that the perfect companion to the iPad will be the uh, Dell Streak. Yeah. Not kidding. I don't I have no idea what any of those words mean. <laughs> the Dell Streak. Uh, Dell is also doing. Um, it's their new uh, like, tablet. New tablet PC. Really? Does it? The is name. It better, Isn't the name it, awesome? Is it though? better? That it, does it run like half an application at a time? <laughs> or you can boot it and then it just corrupts See? itself and shits itself. Monster Hunter Portable. Yep. Bingo. Now. Um, okay, cool. It's done. It's gone. It's out there. I put a coin in the jar. Plink. And I don't care. You can all... Suck. And I found the trailer, so I'll even put a coin in the yes. jar. And, and I'm taking all the money out because I don't care. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know what? Dave, you got the uh, joy of going to see uh, a new game recently, I believe. I did. I did. Would you like to talk to us a bit about Split Second? Oh, yes. I'd love to talk to you about Split Second. I went... Um, uh, and by the way, I can mention one of the games that I did see overseas. I can't tell you anything about it, but oh. I can mention it because oh. uh, it has been announced, which is the new Lord of the Rings uh, War of the North RPG, mm. which is more of an action-y RPG, and there will be a little a little spot on that in the uh, upcoming weeks. But uh, uh, our good friends uh, from THQ were in town uh, bringing much mirth and beers and pizza in their wake, uh, which is the perfect way to spend the middle of a Tuesday. Uh, thank you, THQ. Thank you, Hoops and Alan Moore. Um, but they were showing the new game by BlackRock Studios, which is the same studio that did uh, Pure, which is one of the most underrated racing games in the history of mankind. Uh, I'd say that because most people are like, uh, what is this game? What are we doing? Now, Split Second is basically Burnout done by Michael Bay. <laughs> uh, that, um, is, that is the easiest thing, the, the easiest way that I can... Uh, Describe it to you now. We, I did get a hands-on session of it uh, twice, and it is ridiculous how much fun it is. Uh, basically, what you do is uh, by it, it's the same sort of rules as burnout. You know, by drifting near misses, that sort of thing. You have a uh, bar that you build up underneath the car, and at various points, you'll see prompts on the screen that you use to trigger explosions of different magnitude. And if you fill up the bar entirely, you can basically cause a shortcut that fucks everybody else up <laughs> on the entire track and you move off in a different direction. Uh. Now, uh, this is really, really uh, a ridiculous amount of fun, especially because 
Uh, different to burnout where you just fang it around a corner and you don't really feel any weight. Fang it? That is the coolest <laughs> word I have ever heard. You fang, man. You fang. This is that's Australia. The, that's the official terminology. It's fang. Okay, cool. Split so, second okay, so, sponsored so anyway, by fang it. So you're fanging it around you're a corner. You're fanging it around a corner and uh, in burnout you just, you know, drift uh, impossibly like you were in a Fast and Furious film and then you mm. keep on going. Whereas uh, the, the cars actually feel heavy. And a lot of the time if you just escape an explosion you will actually feel the back end of the car fishtail. Mm. while you're driving along. So it is really, really cool. The thing that gets me mega excited is eight-player multiplayer. <laughs> now, player imagine you're, you're like streaking away. You're like one corner from victory and then some guy just, like a helicopter appears over you and just dumps a fucking dump truck right in front of you. <laughs> Which is shit like that happens. There are just helicopters flying around and they just drop depth charges onto you into the middle of the road. Uh, or, <laughs> you know, so there's good. a crane that just knocks a container across and just fucks everybody up. I've been taken out by my own... My own explosion. I was like, ah, oh, take that. Oh, shit. <laughs> but no, look, I highly recommend this. It is a great, great deal of fun. Uh, it's, um, it's what Burnout's been trying to be since Takedown. Which yeah, haven't, like, you I know, mean, that Paragon. was really the last game that really kept the Burnout spirit alive. Like, Burnout, Burnout uh, the new one, was a really new beast. It yeah. was a totally different type of game. And we all miss that. Because I still go back to Burnout 3 and just go, man, where'd you... Where did you go wrong? I know. Open world is one thing, but shit mechanics and too much driving in between races. I never thought I'd get bored driving in a racing game, but, but Burnout Paradise, you proved me wrong. Um, look, uh, there'll be, this is uh, set to release, I think, the end of May, and there will be a couple of devs out in the next uh, month or so. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Josh and I are going to get a little bit of uh, interview time with them and have a little oh, chat yeah. with them. So uh, we'll definitely be updating it, but... Uh, I would uh, totally recommend this for all the people who are sitting there going, I don't like racing games. One, you're a faggot. And two, you should really... Dude, no. I think the best way to put it is this game is the racing game for people that don't like racing games. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, if you have played Burnout 3, um, you will know this. If you haven't played Burnout 3, go out and get it because it is the one racing game that I have not shown to anyone that hasn't liked. Yeah. Because it is just ridiculous fun and there is just something epic about shunting someone into the pole underneath a bridge and just watching the car just disappear behind you it's, in it's, like 0.2 of a second is it's pfft, racing done by the Wachowski brothers before they got shit yeah oh you mean before Speed Racer yes and when they put the nail <laughs> in the coffin with, uh, with Ninja <laughs> Assassin which I, is uh, yeah. quite possibly the worst movie of all time besides Twilight anyway anyway on. I think we're uh, oh no Dave you uh, okay now uh, a little bit of a speech out to people we, we discussed this at the end of the tech show but I just wanted to bring this up uh, anyone that is tuning in might have expected a review for Final Fantasy. I've decided that I'm not going to do this because I have played the first seven hours, but I am not willing to give this game my time because I did not enjoy the seven hours. Now, if I wanted to give this a true review, I would need to finish the game. That's going to involve at least 20 to 30 hours. 20 to 30 hours I'm not willing to put in for a <laughs> and game. The rest, I'm my just friend. not that excited. In. And the rest, my so, friend. And the biggest problem is, of course, I have to replay that same seven hours. And I'm not really interested in doing that. So, we decided to be the objective show we try to be every week. We We're would objective? go for... We, we, we try. That I wasn't said we in try. my notes. I just said we try. Okay. Okay, that's all. Right. all. Jesus. Um, <laughs> and um, so I said, look, I'm not going to do this. Let's do a game that we've played a bit more and that we can give a bit more of a fair review. Um, but Dave would still like to give a little mini review for this. And Dave did pump in a lot of time into this. And Dave is a little bit nicer towards it because I think he's got that little bit further. So, Dave, tell us a bit about Final Fantasy. Okay, first of all, it's 18 million times better than Heavy Rain. Um, just, just, 
Okay. And there's no one called Jason in it, so you're already <laughs> ahead of the curve. No, look, um, this is uh, probably the most radical departure from the Final Fantasy franchise that they've done. Uh, fans of the, uh, I hate saying it, but fans of the genre will, will love it and they, they'll like the plotting nature of it. Casual gamers will not enjoy this game. I can say that quite honestly. Um, if you're going to sit there, let's say... All right, the, uh, basically you start the game... I'm not going to get into the story because it involves Lassie, Falsie, Pulse Lassie. I don't fucking understand <laughs> what you're talking about. I still don't understand, man. I, I've, I've nearly finished the game and I still don't get what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Can't you people just say, Resistance? Government! <laughs> Upper class? Lower class. It's no. not that difficult. No, let's see the Falsida. It sounds like a French fucking movie, and I don't want to listen to it. So, uh, yeah, we'll just go right past all of that sort of stuff. Now, people used to the three-person party mechanic where you shift people in and out, which is the classic Final Fantasy fair. And I have to wait eh, about 30 hours before you get to that. Mm. Now, the beginning of this game, it does not sell the game at all. Uh, mm. I have to be honest, if you've... I think uh, the way I described it to Josh is, by the time you finish Modern Warfare 2, you would have just gotten more than two attacks in the actual game. By the time you finished Uncharted 2, you may get to summon a creature to do your bidding. And by the time you're about half to three quarters of the way through Borderlands, it starts to get good. Right. Now, the big thing about this is uh, what they call the paradigm shift, which is uh, basically you've got six different classes of characters. Mm. I'm not going to go through each one because this is a micro-review. But the, the whole thing is that each one has different abilities. They work together. And uh, the whole thing is shifting paradigms in between. So, you know, you've got a healing class. You've got, you know, a quick attack, all of this sort of stuff. Now, the problem with this is that you're so busy changing classes so that you survive, you miss half the shit that's going on on screen because you're like, shit, fuck! Change quick! What? Oh, he's dead. Okay. Mm. Uh, look, oh, I'm going to really, really keep it short because I didn't want to get too, too deep into it. But I will say, if you have played Final Fantasy before, mm. you will like this game. If you um. haven't played Final Fantasy before, be prepared to put in a minimum of 20 hours before you get to the meat and potatoes of the game. And then you've probably got about another 20 to 25 hours oh, till the Lord. end of it. <laughs> so, yeah, look, uh, I, I'll have to admit there was a part of me that was really disappointed. But at the same time, I love the franchise and I have for many, many years. So I'll persevere through it. Mm. But uh, I really do not think that this is um, uh, made for the casual gamer. So, uh, yeah, if, if you had to rate it against the other Final Fantasies, where would it sit? <laughs> Shit. Um... <laughs> Would it sit right at the bottom? No, no, it wouldn't sit at, right at the bottom. But so it would it's better be, than Crystal Chronicles. Yeah, it would sit. It would hover somewhere, sort of in the middle, a little, uh, a little above. Uh, as I said, it is very, sen- uh, very simplified and neutralized. Yeah. And why is everyone talking about? I, I don't, don't. I don't know, dude. Let's just. I don't know. Let's they've not gone, look. They've, otherwise, we'll they've get gone stuck. through garlic pizza and milk pizza and all sorts of. Stuff. I have I just, no idea. No, it's better yeah, than eight. Leave. Surely, no flam. It's not. That was the. Uh, that was the score I gave it for official PlayStation. And uh, I stand by that. No, I think he means 8 as in like Final Fantasy 8, which I oh, thought was a yes. shitload better. <laughs> it's definitely better than X2, uh, which I, I like to call, uh, uh, what was it, Final Fantasy's next top model, um, <laughs> which was fantastic. Oh my god, look what I'm wearing, it's fantastic. I'm going to use skirt, it gives me new powers. Um, fuck that. Uh, look, it's, um, it's one of those things where Final Fantasy may be killing themselves off with this game. I mean, look, Japanese viewers or... or 
none of you, I'm sure, will ignore it and go, uh, I'm getting it, because I, th I think they sold 2 million copies in the first day, or first couple of days, but um, the rest of the world probably won't get it and won't invest. Now, I know this goes against what a lot of other people are rating the game, and mm. most people are falling to their knees, uh, praising it as the second coming. Yeah, it ain't. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're, uh, I hate to say it again, but fans of the genre, get it. Uh, anyone else, avoid it. Mm. But still, much better than Heavy Rain. <laughs> All right, that was guys. a good motorbike going past through your review as well. I, motorbike? I enjoyed that. Straight through. I, 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 <laughs> I wasn't listening. I zoned out. Sorry, Baggy doesn't understand uh, what these games are. Uh, sorry, you, you, you don't get to shoot people. You don't get to shoot people. You, you do it's, get to shoot them, but you don't physically school. get yeah. to shoot it. Anyway, look, we're going to move out of news now, and we're going to come into, obviously, to tell you guys what's coming soon. What's coming out this week? Nothing. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. Nothing. Yep. All right, but coming soon, 25th-ish kind of a thing. We have the following. We have Pokemon Gold and Silver. We have uh, Red Steel 2, which I wrote down as Red Steel, which was very confusing to Dave. We have Blaz Blue Calamity Trigger. Now, Dave, you wanted to uh, just pass a few words off on this one? Just it's good. It's good? It's good. If you like um, 2D fighters, it is a hell of a lot of fun, and it's uh, all hand-drawn characters, oh, which gives really? it a very, very different look. It looks like a living, breathing anime with gloriously 3D-rendered backgrounds. Mm -hmm. It is definitely one of the prettiest games, and I highly recommend it. Exactly. All right, cool. And, of course, uh, we have another game, which I'm actually just adding in because it was on the list of games coming out this week, is uh, Resonance of Fate which I uh, haven't actually spoken to many people that actually liked it. I've seen sixes and sevens for this one. Yeah, but if you're an RPG enthusiast, maybe go out and give it a thrash. You never know. Rent it from your video store or something. But that's all we're going to say on that. Now I think we should talk about Metro. What do you reckon, Dave? Is that a video game? It's a video game, yeah. We oh, play, yeah. We, we've, we've both played this one. Have we? Yeah. Ah, yeah. I think all we right. should talk about it then. All right, let's do it. Um, guys, Metro. Now... For some of you that have PCs, you will have played Stalker. And Stalker is one, one part of what this game feels like. And also, I love Stalker Man hiding in the bushes outside the chick's apartment while she's getting changed. No, 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 Dave, the PC game. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Now listen, as you can sorry. see from the visuals, the sorry, number one thing I want to lead in with this game is that the atmosphere is incredible. And uh, it's... It's really deep with the amount of effort they've put in. You have these little tiny areas. The, the, the videos that you're seeing right now pass past your screen are all tiny little corridors, and they've just managed to pack 50 people inside these areas, all with different overlaying dialogue, all with these tiny little buildings set up uh, to sell their wares from. Some of them are just tables, depending on where you are. Um, the, uh, the areas where you will be in these towns... Um, are all different. Every single town has a different look and has different build buildings. And whores. Uh, and and whores, uh, which we will tell an interesting story about later on. Um, the bits in between, where you're riding on, on vehicles and uh, where, you're, where you're doing a lot of the uh, sort of pre-rendered situations where the, the setups are already done for you, are just half-life half quality. And I mean that without any sort of deviation from that. They are as good as the ones you play in Half-Life, even Half-Life Episode 1, which has the best ones of these. Um, you have scenes where you're riding down a tram cart, which loses its driver at the end, and you have to career down uh, a tunnel at ridiculously high speed with very little visibility and then end up flying off the end of the trolley at the end of the, um, Was Kate the game. Was Kate Capture in it with you going... 
<laughs> no, okay. no, no, sure. no. But you'd you'd think so. It has that kind of effect. Mm. Um, you have awesome scenes where um, you have to run away from large explosions. You have a um, a great scene which is almost as good as the modern warfare scene in Number One, where you have to lie down in the grass and the tanks roll over you, where you actually hide under a minecart. This is not spoilers, by the way, guys. These are just parts um, where you have to hide in a minecart as you slowly creep along with an entire. Um, tram full of Nazis sitting on top of you and corridors filled with people that would shoot and kill you. Um, amazing. And um, the level of detail in it, and I'm going to do a lot of the good stuff up front um, to, to let everyone know. Um, uh, also another thing that's very cool about it is, is, is it's, uh, it is a very survival horror-esque game. So you have to do things like... Um, you have to do things like uh, restock I'm sorry, your weapons. I just love that screenshot. It's like middle of a firefight. He's like, let me get my clipboard and my letter and check what I need to do now while bullets are whizzing by. Like, really? Yes, well, everyone else First does, does the shooting. Forward, nice one, see that. Yeah. Um, look, they've, they've handled the style really well. The control system um, is, is your standard first person, what you would expect. It is quite heavy on the button use. There is a whole button, whole lot of buttons that take a while to get used to. You have to hold down the right click um, which is your flashlight, if you hold it down, you pull up a pump, which you then have to pump to get power for your light yes. and then put it away. Because um, a lot of the time you'll be running through corridors because it is very, very atmospheric. Yeah. And you'll be looking at uh, and you'll be going, man, my fucking flashlight doesn't work for shit. And then it's like, no, no, you, you need to yeah, crank You've got to pull shit. it out. And, and you've, you've got, got a... different rifles, like a sniper rifle that's a pneumatic <laughs> sniper rifle. Sorry, Sido, in your chat room has basically said, yes, it's multiplayer. One person has the clipboard, the other has the biro. <laughs> uh, that's actually not a biro. That's actually a really cool feature in the game is when you actually press the select button, you pull out the clipboard and the uh, the lighter, which is what the other thing is. Now, you don't actually hold those on the screen like he has. Um, they're actually off to the side, so you can't actually see. But by clicking the right trigger, you can flick out the little lighter. That, in most cases, can't be seen by the enemy. So in the scenes where you are running through tight areas with enemies around and you're trying to stealth, which we will come back to on the yes, physics of this stealth. stealth, trying to stealth being the optimum word, you can actually flick out the lighter and almost not be seen until you're right next to somebody. So it is kind of a cool little feature. And, of course, because it flickers, it makes it very difficult to see. Very, very cool. So why don't you give us a breakdown of what the story is to the game, Joshua? Okay. Well, the story to the game is uh, based on a book by a Russian guy that I'm not even going to attempt the name and would never even think of. Um, it is a very interesting story. I have a friend that has read it. I think it's it. um, Lenin. Anyway. Um, so basically, the story entails our main character uh, who is living in this post-apocalyptic world, which Dave is kind of over post-apocalyptic games. Yes. Um, which we will come back to. Um, but the post-apocalyptic aspect is basically that the surface became unbearable to live on, so basically people moved into the train stations. It's kind of um, like L.A. Kind of, yeah, pretty much. And um, basically everybody became hobos, and uh, they have basically set up camp in these wonderful little cities underneath the... And when I say wonderful, I mean the complete opposite. They are, you know, quite devastatingly uh, terrible... Did I just see a massive glitch on screen? Yeah, wow. it's just basically everyone lives in uh, in uh, underground. They they live uh, they habitat around the train stations. They have many communities there, which are like you know tiny villages, mm. as Josh was saying. Yeah, um, saying, somebody and said you can't you can't um, survive uh, above ground without uh, a gas, gas mask. mask on. Yeah, and we will come back to control physics in a minute. I'm going to address one thing. Uh, Sidog has said it looks it sounds like Fallout um, in the way in the post apocalypse 
didactic sense of the word, yes, I'll agree with that. But um, apart from that, it is a very different beast. I mean, there is a lot of underground scenes, but they don't feel... If anything, Fallout feels like the censored version of this. Like, this is much darker, much heavier, and much more atmospheric. In the tunnels, it really does feel terrifying because you never know where the enemies are going to come from. Um, I I just want to make an announcement to the chat room. Yeah. We hate heavy rain... Get over it. Yes. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, we are going to come back and say there was one other thing in the chat room where somebody said, do they sound like Russians? The voice acting in this game is actually really good. That's one well, of the things... Well, you can choose. I'm... Sorry. You can, sorry. E- you can even put it in Russian? You can, you can have it completely, oh, wow. completely in Russian, which was the version that I was playing, was all in Russian with That's subtitles, so cool. which I highly recommend. Yeah. I, I know a lot of you... Um, you know, don't like reading, but considering how much you all love Heavy Rain, you probably enjoy this because it's like a good story and you get to yeah. shoot stuff. Um, so uh, you can go through yeah. the entire thing with Russian or you, you can have a, a whole bunch of voice actors going, you know, we must be going over here to but get the thing is that they, um, like, I mean, and uh, when Dave plays this, I'm sure he'll agree with me, these people are Russian and they sound Russian. Yeah. And uh, not only that, but everyone that talks is believable. Yeah. Like, and uh, there are some very intense scenes where you have to do things like hold off a section and a guy will introduce himself and you have like 10 seconds before you're about to be overrun. You get introduced to everyone and everyone gets slaughtered. And because of the voice acting, I actually really felt sad for the people in the scene. It, it, is, like, it is incredibly atmospheric. Like they and really incredibly do bleak. Draw, draw They've really got in. the bleak nature of it down. Mm. Now, we're going to go into a little bit of talk about the control... Um, well, not just the control system, the overall mechanics of the game. Now, I say we start with the good things, and then we'll come back to the bad things. All right, you talk about the good things. Okay, cool. The things that work really well. Number one, um, you will be seeing on screen uh, there are sections where there is uh, ghosts instead of real people on the screen. You have to use your flashlight to keep them at bay and so on and so forth. This is all very, very cool. Um, and uh, the flashlight mechanic is very good. There gave, is gave me little little touches of uh, fear. Goosebumps. Yeah, but it was no, not fear. Fear. I mean the the series. Fear. Oh yes, no, um, yeah. and and the similar sort of thing. Not not quite as as the same depth or as disturbing. But yeah, uh, I really did enjoy it. Uh, a few things I did like. Sorry, mm. I thought I chimed go, go, in go. for a few go. good things. Um, be nice and quiet, because so. because the whole world is quite dilapidated and mm. everything is irradiate, uh, irradiated and going mm. down. You've got various different brands of bullets, which actually end up uh, working as your currency. Yeah. So a lot of the weapons that you have, for lack of a better word, is uh, are sh- absolutely shithouse. Mm. You know, they don't fire well, they jam, whatever else. So mm. if you want to deal more damage, you can actually use these shiny, beautiful, military-grade bullets mm. uh, to inflict more damage, but you have to be conscious of the fact that you're spending money while you're doing yeah. it. And the Jew in me will not let that happen. Yep, like every single time the gun comes backwards, it's ka-ching, ka-ching, yep. and that's just not cool. And I, and um, I, and I shed a tear and pour out <laughs> a little liquor. Yeah, listen, um, the, yeah, the, the mechanics of that part of the game are quite good. Um, the sell and buy system is very simple. Some towns will have certain things, some towns will have others, which is very good. Um, they've got they've got the RPG elements that they've kept really good, and it's a, it's a very nice balance. I, I do I that. do like to um, the the thing you have to remember for a lot of sections too is you only need the gas mask on as you can see on screen now when you're above ground 
when you're and, below and, ground and when in areas of large yeah and, um uh, but if you're below ground and you're wearing it and it does get damaged you will see it gets cracked like that you can now, actually see this on the screen now now it does get a hell of a lot worse than that and i've had points where you're almost uh it's almost like snowblind in bad company too where you cannot fucking see shit yeah and i'm running around desperately like you know looking for another gas mask to switch it out and uh, I have to say that visually I thought was beautiful it absolutely. was really not really only brilliantly visually, presented but just um, as a gameplay aspect is also just absolutely amazingly tense because there will be certain scenes where it will come out of nowhere and you'll just cop three bullets in a row and that'll be it yep. and you're just running around like a maniac as the ice slowly creeps in the side of your visor and your dude starts choking to death and you're just sitting there going fuck where's the gas mask <laughs> and um, look that aspect works really well but now now we've been nice enough to this game Dave I think we need to talk about the atrocious parts of this game shit a shotgun in the history of mankind okay and Dave does like to measure games on shotguns uh, now this is, this is uh, you can thank Josh for it actually because uh, uh, I used to be quite piss weak at first person shooters and uh, then uh, Josh introduced me to the joys, the joy of shotgun and up close <laughs> and personal, as did uh, Nacho Justice. And um, yeah, it just gets to a point, and I don't, I don't think it's specific to shotguns no, either. I think not. it's actually across the board, but there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason. Like some guys, I, I literally walked up to just a regular dude, not an elite or anything, mm. and I had an automatic shotgun because I was like, four rounds, fantastic. Pumped four rounds into his chest, and he looked at me just like. What else you got? Now, I have to say that I think this is a broken game mechanic. Um, there was a little bit of this in the Stalker world, and it was very intensely annoying. The problem with a game like this is you really don't want it to be broken because it's all about the realism of the game. Yep. Now, this, as you were saying, Dave, is definitely not dependent to shotguns. I can actually I can get Shane to attest to the fact that I have pumped entire clips, and I'm not being that guy on a server in Modern Warfare that says I pumped a, pumped a clip into this guy. I'm meaning the guy is stuck in a corner due to a bug, and me actually offload an entire clip yep. into him. Now, and Pop have Shot absolutely no effect. Pop Shot has just popped in saying uh, it will be fixed in a patch or something like that. You know what? I don't give a fuck if it. And this is not against you, Pop Shot. I'm just saying that if you're shipping a game, a finished version of a game. And yep. it's that glitchy, you know. I don't, I don't care if you're putting a patch. You're we selling a product really, that is broken. Exactly. It's a real and trend. We really, and we, yeah, really have, we really have to Absolutely. talk about the level of... Um, like this, this is a game that uh, they have just dropped out. And they really should have held it back. Or at least admitted that um, there was going to be a lot of problems with this. Because and even in the demos we just saw on screen, there was glitches where monsters would disappear and then reappear. What I think is disturbing about the whole patches thing is the fact that we've become so accustomed to the idea that, oh, they'll, they'll get put out a patch. When this is a, these are dedicated consoles. Mm. Mm. They are writing for one console or yeah. two consoles. There shouldn't be any problems. It's like yeah. buying a brand new yeah. car and they go, we'll give you a fuel tank next week. Yeah. yeah. Look, it's um, like, really, that's great, but it doesn't do me any fucking I mean, good right you, now. To give you guys some ideas of the sort of things that happen in this game, we've had bullets going through people. Um, we've had weapons disappear through the floor. Um, I've had um, enemies uh, run along and then magically be transported into the ceiling, mm. um, which was awesome. I had I've one had guy enemies like... that I was shooting at 
that disappeared and reappeared behind me. No, I'm not talking about an enemy that was behind me. I actually know it was the same enemy because his feet were stuck in the ground beforehand and his feet were still stuck in the ground when he was behind me. Uh, my my favourite was one of the uh, probably about four hours in. <laughs> where your um, wizard did it. <laughs> no, a wizard did it was just put in the chat room. Awesome. Yes, Metro Potter 2033. It's going to be fantastic. No, look, uh, there, were, there were a couple of moments that shat me. I had one where... Um, uh, I was creeping uh, out of a vent, and you get into pretty much a, a completely darkened area with nothing mm. but foot soldiers running around. So after, you know, I crept around, I turned off all of the, the little lamps by hand, and I had throwing knives in my hand. So I've sat there, I've lined up the perfect headshot for a guy, mm. I threw it at his head, and he just looked at me, and I swear it almost looked like he turned with the knife embedded in his head, <laughs> like, uh, what was it, uh, Jaws from fucking Happy yeah. Gilmore, just yeah. with the nail, just looked at me, and he was like, really, Torish? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, every fucking guy, there were about 12 guys, swarmed on me, mm. and in the dark, they all knew exactly... Now, this was not a bullet, it was a silent fucking throwing knife. Yeah. Now, I was like, if, if you... Uh, people are probably going to put up, well, you know, Russians are hard. No, and whatever no, no, else, no, and you no, know what? No. These guys were fucking ninjas, man. I'm telling you Dude, now. It doesn't even matter. I mean, one of the things that they've really haven't got down is the concept of stealth gaming. They have really screwed this up, um, and the reason being um, that you can really feel that this was a gameplay mechanic uh, screw up is there are a lot of weapons in the game that have the stealth basis on them, but just don't work. Um, Number one, there is the throwing knives. The throwing knives are just useless. Mm. Don't use them. There is no point. There is about a one in ten chance of you actually silently killing somebody. But you can pick them up after you embed them. So who somebody. cares? If I know. You stick I'm just it in saying someone's that... head. You could chuck ten of them at his head, man. If he doesn't die, <laughs> there's no point in walking up and pulling them all back out because there'll be ten guys around the corner about to kill you. Um, reason number two is this silent weapons. Now I went in with the concept. I was going. I will get. Um, because one of the coolest looking weapons in the game is you can get a pistol with a rifle, sco- um, uh, rifle stock and one. a scope and a silencer, which is just the most botched together piece of weaponry. And you spend like seen. a gazillion It's like bullets stuck on together it. with duct tape. But this weapon is useless. You can't kill people with it. I have literally done a scene where there was one guy alone in the back of a building. I have shot him for five different save games. Because I would die every time I did this. Shoot him in the back of the head. Shoot him in the side of the neck. Shoot him in the face. Shoot him anywhere. It doesn't matter. It will not act as a kill shot. And then, even if you manage to get off two shots, which will kill him, he somehow manages to scream in that period of time, (laughs) setting off everyone. And I mean, as you were saying, Dave, everyone in the whole camp. Not just the nearest two guys, or the guys that are within air range. Everyone... Around you, it was like will the, instantly be against It's like you. a dude four kilometers away. He's like, "Do you hear that? Did <laughs> sound the alarm?" Yeah, and you're just like, "What the fuck just happened?" So I gave up on trying to kill people and just walked past everyone. It was very embarrassing because I don't like leaving people around. Now, I'm one of those gamers that just if if there's a person there, I have to kill them before I move on. Oh, absolutely. In Thief, I literally would pile bodies in a bathtub that would actually start falling out. <laughs> just because I'm like, you know, fuck it, I'm here, let's just kill everyone. Now, I have to say, uh, I will give them props for uh, monster design. Uh, the uh, the what, abominations, or whatever they mm. call them, 
uh, are pretty <laughs> badass. <laughs> Shane in the chat room has just said it's a pity you can't throw rat bears at people. <laughs> um, that would be very, very cool. Anyway, sorry, Dev, I got you off. No, you, you get to points where, especially you're, you're outdoors, and um, you know a couple of really great atmospheric set pieces that they mm. have in this where you're, you're standing there and you've got to basically defend a position. Mm. And you have the, um, what, well, the abominations running at you. Yeah. And you have a pack of them, and I swear to God, some would go down one shot. <laughs> and then others would just sit there and uh, just soak up bullets and then just smash you. And you, I died like two or three times, and everyone knows I'm not the best gamer in the world. Mm. But uh, at the same time, it's like, I know that a headshot usually means for something without a helmet, yeah. it's going to explode the brainy. Yeah. And this did not happen. I mean, these it, it just seemed to me that they were just pushing it for a quick release. Mm. I think um, uh, the fact that there's a slew of games coming out now mm. sort of around early May mm. that a lot of people are just trying to duck out of the way and get these games yeah. out as quickly as possible. And it's a, it's a disappointment because this really did have a lot to like about it. There was a lot of solid aspects to it. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how pretty it looks, mm. uh, Heavy Rain... Or how um, you know uh, how how engrossing it is, heavy rain. Because uh, if you've got a busted mechanic, heavy rain, it's not going to work well, you know. And I think that's what it comes heavy rain. So that's what it comes down to at the end. Uh, Jason, busted yep. mechanic, heavy rain. Okay. Okay. Cool. You got that out. All right. So uh, yeah, I'm done. Look, my um, my final words would be that uh, listen, this game is actually really 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 deep and really really good storyline wise they've got a really good storyline with beautiful visuals and a game mechanic that works about 60% of the time Heavy rain. now when this game <laughs> drops down slightly in price please go get it it is a really good game and deserves Not and deserves a playthrough however it is unfortunately broken enough that i cannot really give this a fantastic review if i was going to number this and I, we try and stick away from that as best as we can. But it would get kind of 6.5 to 7.5 because there's a level where the gameplay starts to affect the actual fun of the game. Yeah. And this unfortunately does cross that line. And it's unfortunate that I have to say that because I do really enjoy playing this game. It is a fantastic game to play. It just starts, like at the beginning, you start and you're like, ooh, this is great, and it's all, you know. Mm. It, it just oozes atmosphere, and, you, and you're sucked in. Uh, and because it is so heavily Russian-laden, it has a completely different feel yep. to 90% of the games uh, that you've played. But then the more that you progress through it, yeah. the, the less you want to keep exactly. playing Exactly, the more it. little ticks that make it annoying... Um, but the storyline will continue driving you to the point where you at least want to finish the game. So look, I'm going to say, if you've got some spare money and you've got nothing to play, please go out and try this. It is really worth worth the while. Yep. Do you yourself a favour, trade in Heavy Rain and get this. Yep. Um, but if you want to wait, um, this game will definitely be one of those ones when we're in a dry spell, you really should go and pick up because the hours you play through it will really still be a hell of a lot of fun. Yep. And I definitely recommend people should go and try it. Um, all right, well, look, we're done for that, and we're going to move on to the bit where we start plugging everyone that isn't us, and then we will plug the stuff that is us. So, starting with uh, the people that aren't players, we have GamePron. I like the fact that it's still GamesPron on here, but GamePron, uh, which is a fantastic website, and I always... <laughs> I love the fact that it's still written here. You wrote it, dude. <laughs> I, 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 I know. I, just... I think you mean GamePron. 
Yeah, that's that's right there. I don't know if Dr. Ray is still in the chat room. Okay, cool. Well, um, do, do you want to read out the address for us and your uh, wonderful... Yes, uh, if you want to catch up on all your gaming news of awesome, <laughs> go to www.gamepron.com. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Um, look, if, you, uh, if you're into gaming and you are local, this is one of the places to definitely go check out if you want local news. I always, um, I always check out their um, Monday stuff that they all drop in. It's always good fun, and it's and usually Dot, a lot of articles I've missed. Hmm. I, I noticed that. They Dot always... actually told me she'd do a strip tease if Atkinson got out, so because uh, she is from Adelaide. So mm. I'm looking forward to uh, oh, the that YouTube being posted video. on the uh, on the uh, website. <laughs> all right. All so right. Uh, yeah, uh, get Punkley to send through footage, please, Dot. It's oh. going to be phantasmagorical. Okay. All right. Well, um, there's that. Uh, we also have friends over at uh, Oxygen, which is the uh, X. Xbox, uh, Oz Xbox Community Gamer Network at http colon forward slash forward slash oxcgn.com. Um, that is, it's of course, how you spell it. What? Oxygen. Why <laughs> somewhere? Thanks. Anyway, um, these, on, these guys. I, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's fine. Um, the, uh, the guys are really, really good. They've got a couple of new reviews up that I checked out uh, yesterday. I actually had them in my mind because I was going to say them out loud, but I've totally forgotten them. Uh, go check them out there. Uh, they were a lot of fun, and they did a comparison between Modern Warfare and Battlefield that everyone that there is, is no currently playing uh, that you guys should really go out and uh, look at because it's a real interesting read. Um, of course, we have our friends at PalGN, and uh, this is an interesting little segue that we're going to go into, and the main reason that we are uh, pushing this so hard is, of course, this is exactly what we have been talking about for the last few weeks. Atkinson is now out, so this is more than ever the most important thing that you can do with your time if you have some spare time. This is the point that we have to get across. Um, when we originally got the votes in, we were going uh, and helping out through EB Games, and EB Games were doing a, um, a petition called Grow Up. And basically, they were fighting for the right that we deserve as gamers to get a rating, an R18 rating, which is true. But what we are trying to do with Everyone Plays is we are trying to get across exactly that point. We are trying to say that Everyone Plays Games, and the reason for an R rating is actually to help the children. It is not necessarily for us. We will, of course, benefit from it as well, but we are selling it from the point of view that people need to realize that gaming is affected by the fact that we can't get a review. Because even though we may get a censored version of a game, we are getting a game that may not be appropriate for a 15-year-old. We only have the ability to put a 15-year-old rating, and we really need to change that. R18 games... Uh, are essential and what we need to do to do that is there's three ways you can do that number one is go into your local game store um, go to the counter and ask them for a form they will give you a form you fill that out and then they will actually do the deal of sending it away all you have to do is sign it in store number two is that you can go to Palgian's website they have details there and links which will help you uh, find your way to sign petitions and forms and so on and so forth. We also have the actual Everyone Plays website, which is http colon forward slash forward slash www.everyoneplays.org.au. Please go and check that out. It's very, very uh, important that everyone does this because this is our time now. We have this uh, a period of time where you're going to have a new attorney general that doesn't want to piss anyone off, you're going to have him more open to the idea of listening. And if he can get all these support papers from people that aren't just gamers, 
uh, your friends, your relatives, and so on and so forth, he starts to realize that it's not just geeks. It's not just the 23-year-old scary people that are apparently worse than bikers standing outside Michael Atkinson's house. It is actually the rest of us, too, the normal ones, the kids, and, of course, the adults. If I could make it up the three steps to your house, Michael Atkinson, I would hit you with this rubber foam doll. (laughs) But instead, I would just stay here and catch my breath. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, it could be worse. I mean, we could get a, a young douche in who just wants to jump on the bandwagon and try and get headlines just like he did. Uh, I'm hoping that it's not because it kind of defeats the purpose oh, of Oh, the Labour Party aside. is not going to put a young douche in his Attorney General. Okay, an old douche. Then, an old so, douche. You know. It'll be an old douche. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, that things move ahead. But we've talked about that enough, Josh. Please yeah. proceed on. Okay, we've talked about that enough, have we? Yes, we have. All right, okay. I don't know. Moving right along. You're Um, you're Mr. Time Watchity, the the clock of the thingy. Cool. Uh, Two shout-outs just quickly to um, our local friend podcast uh, people, which are Australian Gamer Podcast. uh, um, Jamie and Luke. uh, Jay and Luke. And then, of course, you have the... Game Arena podcast, which Dave was on last Game week. Arena, Game Arena, Game Arena, which I have to say, Job shat me to tears because he waited until I was doing the plug for us, and the second that I started giving out the uh, website here, he was like, Game Arena, Game Arena, Game Arena, Game oh. Arena, Game Arena, and I was just like, oh, I may have called, him, may have called him a cunt several times, um, cool. but it just kind of bounces off Job in that state where he's just like, this is my show, you don't tell me what to do. I'm definitely going to download and Dude, it is hilarious. <laughs> it is um, so funny. We are going to put a quick shout out to people that we haven't been touching on uh, just due to time restraints. Not yet, uh, anyway. We're just going to quickly uh, lay through them. That's uh, the guys that helped us all start up, which is the movie Fanhouse Boys, uh, the boys at Real Junkies, and um, of course. Ye- which I, one? I, I don't know. Is that it? That's it. That's that's just the two. Yeah, just and the then, two. of course, the Geek Actually Podcast Network, which we are a part of. Guys, if you're into movies, uh, we have a live show that goes out on Saturday at 11 o'clock. 12. 12. 12. <laughs> uh, whatever. Wow. Either at 11, wait for us. Wow. Um, and then we have Geek Actually Tech, which goes out on Wednesday nights. Uh, one is a t- podcast for movies and basic tech kind of things that are just a little bit quirky that we thought we'd bring up. It's This Week in Geek as we like to call it. And then, of course, there is... And there is... Geek Chic. I like that. that. Um, And then, of course, you have the uh, Tech Podcast, which is Tech for Accessible um, Accessible Tech. Just the Tech. You know, it's (laughs) it's getting the end of the show. My my throat's starting to dry up, dude. I'm trying. Now, listen, we have another quick section that we're not going to go into too much detail on until we've actually, um, you know, got things a bit more cornered off. But me and uh, Dave were invited by the uh, people at... Uh, the game arena. Game player. Game player, sorry. Would you game. like me to take take on this one, Mr. I can't even pronounce their name go right. On. Go on, Dave. Why don't you? We, we've been talking to a lot of people in the uh, chat room, uh, Sidog, Bagmup, uh, Cyrus, and, you know, I can't remember who else is in there, but, you know, Aiden75, uh, a couple of other of the guys, and... Um, these guys used to be part of uh, the now defunct uh, game player forums, mm. uh, and they are incredibly passionate about games, not like geeky, scary World of Warcraft. I haven't left my room in four no, months. Not that kind. You know, just cool, laid-back people who like playing video games and uh, are pretty fucking good at it. Now, they used to be uh, Modern Warfare 2 fanatics until they woke up and realised that shit... And uh, have jumped on the uh, all over our bad company too. Yeah. 
So uh, after after various chats backwards and forwards, they said to uh, they, they put up the challenge. Really, it wasn't said, a challenge. Well, on. it's me, so there's not really a challenge involved. But uh, maybe for you, there was slightly challenging. But uh, they basically said, "Look, we we get together pretty much every Friday night. We jump online. Um, we were going to do an official thing, which I think we'll probably do this coming Friday. Mm-hmm. But it was just something of where we could get to know the guys, jump online, uh, uh, join you know a couple of squads worth of." Uh, of uh, Bad Company 2 and play a bit of Rush on uh, yeah. Friday night. And look, it was a hell of a lot of fun and it was great to get back into it, but I think the more it, the more enjoyable aspect of it was just getting in there and playing with the people from platforms. The yeah. people that have just been around, uh, coming to the thing, and we thought, you know, it's not fair for us just to extend it this far. Let's extend it right out. So uh, we won't harp on it like this every week, but we are going to have our Friday night fights. What Friday night fights are going to be is the concept that basically we're going to get together on a Friday night as a group. We're going to go into a, launch ourselves into a game as a huge group. We may end up on the same side. We may end up on opposite sides. Either way, hilarity will ensue, and it will be hilariously good fun. Um, we are going to be running all the uh, the time schedules because it may change, and sometimes both of us won't be able to make it on, or yep. so on and so forth. But there will be games constantly running on Friday nights, and we're going to, um, for now anyway have all the information for that uh, half on our site and half on the forum and we're going to get the uh, the guys uh, that helped us out with this um, to actually put up schedules for this yeah. and um, we're going to get them to be interacting with our, um, our fan page and basically putting this information in so that you guys will know when and where and basically it's going to be a lot of fun, please come and join us but just watch the fan page to get any information for us so um, look, the I'm, first I'm one we're going to jump into is um, we're going to have another uh, uh, Battlefield Bad Company two night this Friday because we did have uh, such a great time last week. Uh, I, I'd like to give a special shout out to my friend Josh uh, Itchy Soul, who has friended a lot of people uh, for his sterling effort of one kill. 47 deaths in one game. <laughs> Epic. Uh, which was hilarious because he was so fucking slurringly obliterated that uh, each time he died, he looked at me stunned <laughs> that he'd managed to get killed by somebody who was level dude. 27 and we were level, like, not even level oh, dude, 1 my, yet. My favourite moment of Josh's, and I know that we've got to keep going, but this is just epic and I want the whole chat room to hear this, was a bit where I was standing beside a box because I knew there was a tank just around the corner. <laughs> And I'm standing there against this thing going, I'll wait for some people to respawn and then run out after them. Josh spawns next to me, under Dave's name, of course, and runs straight out in the middle of the road. (laughs) And just like, straight away, four steps, tank shell, straight to the foot. Boom! Disappears, basically, obliterated. And I wait. And then he respawns. And then runs straight back out in front of the tank, and I'm just like, this guy has totally lost the concept. Of oh, I'll have one more, and then I'll, I'll let it go. But I think yeah. his best death was that he actually got one kill, and he's run off. And this was a, a high level guy that he just fluked it. I think he, <laughs> he 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 basically when he spawned, all he did was hit grenade launcher on the assault thing, mm. and he's just like, I'm only going to get two shots anyway, so I'm just going to lob two grenades arbitrarily. So he did that, took a guy out. He's running down. In the middle of an open field. (laughs) And he's looking at the guy's weapon kit. And I can see him. And I'm not exaggerating. He's like, hmm. B. (laughs) Hmm. Switch. Pew! Sniper shot dead. And he just turns to me just like... 
how did that happen? <laughs> and I'm on the floor, like, you drunk motherfucking retard. You're standing in an open field in a battle zone, <laughs> fucking around with your weaponry. What the fuck else oh. did you think is going to happen? I'm like, look, I, I do that a lot. And that's mm. expected of me yeah. because I like to die. Mm. I called it team distraction. <laughs> that's that's what I brought to the squad. You were a fantastic distraction. You know, like I, a great person to run out behind. Dude, I would just... run right to a fucking tank. You I would run bullets, and and it's then amazing. everyone else would flank around, and you know, um, uh, you know, Baggy Garnett was was just a fucking champion the entire night. He was sniping people left and right. Now I, it should be noted that. Um, uh, modern uh, warfare, most of their upgrades tend to be quite aesthetic mm. when you go through with your perks and whatever else. Whereas in um, uh, Bad Company 2, it is a huge difference when you first start playing the game. You mm. have shit weapons. <laughs> really shit. So, you know, you've got like guys level 29 just raping you nonstop from, you know, that dudes have got like a 12 times zoom mm. who just sit there like seriously four kilometers away going, mm. <laughs> thank you, that's another point. Pink. And I'm sitting there like, who the fuck? What the fuck? Okay, well, actually, Sido, it is uh, incredibly uh, balanced as, as good as it could be at that level. It's not yeah. like they're incredibly overbalanced. It's just that your um, the, the weapons you get later on may have certain functionality. Yours yeah. doesn't. You won't do much more damage. And, and that said, like that. Sido, uh, we still managed to win. I'd say it, it was a pretty even night of winning 50% of the games uh, that we played. Uh, I don't know if uh, Cyrus Garnett or... Um, uh, Baggy could uh, could let me know how we did, but I really I really think that it was fairly even. And and after you get past the initial grind and frustration, it is a hell of a lot of fun. And we've gone on a bit too long on this, but mm. I, I just wanted to reiterate to everyone: I had a blast. I will be back yep. every Friday to play this until the next multiplayer. Uh, you know, frantic gang comes out. So uh, uh, we're trying to get as many people together, and also we want to try and get groups. Of people because Josh ended up being like uh, an army of one, uh, which which usually works in his favour. But this time, you yeah, know, it's just a little annoying. It's not like I was any worse at the game. It was just the fact that every time I spawn, I couldn't squad spawn yeah. on someone else. You, you I had to run the squad. goddamn whole way back from the. Whatever the last well, base was. Sure, if I was playing the game, I'd be just like the guy running straight out into the tank. So, so. So what are, what, but it doesn't matter because if you have a squad, you can still spawn on one true. of your squad members if they're alive. With me, I just had to spawn back at the base. I had so no one else to spawn. What I'm going to say is uh, anyone who wants to play in this thing, mm. uh, and if, uh, if perhaps uh, the guys running it, which would probably be Cyrus and Snake Oz, if you guys could just jump onto the fan page, mm. leave a post on the fan page with your um, accounts on whichever platform you want to set it up. I'm assuming mm. we're going to do 360 again. This, uh, we'll do 360 this, for this now. Friday. We can we can change it up as we go along, but for now we'll run with the battlefield thing because enough people have it to make it worthwhile in a yeah. gaming experience. And and so. I think we'll do that for a couple of weeks. We'll probably switch to PS3 so that um, those users don't feel left out. Mm. And uh, look, as I said, it was a tremendous amount of fun. Uh, you'll get to hear me swear constantly, which is more mm. so than this show. And um, and but and it's a lot more fun because you can hear the frustration in his tone as well, and that just it it's it warms the middle of the. He, a preview. Fuck! But <laughs> everyone else is doing it, so it's fine. Anyway, yeah. look, we're hopping on two lines. The important points to remember. Number one, there will be news on, on the fan page, so keep your eyes on that. Where is the fan page, you ask? Go to your Facebook, go to the search bar, and type platforms. You do that, we'll pop up, fan the page, uh, and just keep watching it. There will be a, a post from uh, some of the guys. They will tell you a site to go to. This will have an updated 
uh, relay of what's going on and will also allow you to backwards and forwards to find out when your next game that you can possibly be on. And Orocho is asking about uh, PC, uh, and I'm not even going to be sarcastic not about it. Not at this stage? Yeah. That we, honestly, there's not enough people that we know... Rather than like maybe well, one or two off. I know you do, and I know. Well, Nacho I will does. say also in your chat room as well. Uh, Popshot has basically set up a little gig actually fan group mm. or something like that in Steam. Yeah. So if you want to go do that, well, you guys can all Steam. jump on and little. Well, look, Steam we may we may Popshot. do it. We may do a few Steam games when uh, Battlefield gets close. Uh, sorry, Battlefield Starcraft gets close to the date. We may do stuff mm. like that. Mm. There's yeah. plenty of us that can multi-platform and go cross on that. Sure. We will talk about that later. We are going on far too long. The important points we have to reiterate is number one: if you guys have uh, iTunes at all, please just click on it now. Um, it only takes you two seconds. When it loads up, go to the search bar, type platforms, and just give us a rating. The more stars, the better. The more ratings we have, the better it is for us. We would really appreciate if you guys could do that. If you write us a written review, we will read it aloud on air because that's what we do. We do have an email from someone. We have acknowledged that your email is there. We will not be doing it this week because we have only just received it here tonight. And neither of us really could read over it quick enough to actually give it to you now. So we will be following up on that later. Um, anyway, guys, I think that's pretty much it for the show. I have a, a last thing to yeah. say about uh, any of you guys who want to play PC uh, games. Uh, and a bag Mups just said, get Nacho. Seriously, make sure he's on your squad. I watched that guy play piss-blind drunk at 4 a.m. and he was still getting 40 kills a match. Yeah. And that was obliterated. So, uh, yeah, the guy is fucking elite. So awesome. just warning well, you now. We will put that on the PC side. Um, guys... Thank you, Dave, for being on the show, um, as always. Oh, thank you. you should uh, be. I'm glad. Um, and, uh, thank you, Shane, who has been uh, seriously moderating our chat room properly and making sure that our feed doesn't sound too bad. And, of course, thank you, Dave, for Happy putting Shane. it all together and for sitting here for hours before we even get here doing all the work. Ah. We do appreciate it, and uh, we will, of course, always thank you as best we can. Guys, and, of course, last of, thank you, chat room. You guys are always wonderful, and we look forward to playing against you on Friday. Yeah. See you guys later. Seacrest out.